ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of Final La 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2024 Final Vinyl Vinyl Stallion! Another year, another episode, and today we continue our Women in Music series with the second release by Miss Lady Gaga. And this album came out in 2009 which was just the heart of so many things for music discovery i guess uh for i don't know around our age club where you obviously got exposed to pop music and things that were on the radio and were coming out at the time but it ultimately took a lot to be able to go out of your way aka go to your library or go to limewire to try to find what else is on these albums and stuff and I didn't do much, but by God, for some fucking reason, this was one of them for your boy. Yeah, that's funny you say that. So I, I did both of those. I, when I was like younger days of high school, I used LimeWire and would just rip the albums and then eventually got into Torrance, fried the family computer. And so then it was like, all right, there's got to be a safer way. So I would go to the library, rent them burn the cd onto the computer and then just have it that way i have a hard drive somewhere honestly that is still full of all those songs i mean we're just living in such a funny time where we have been through i don't know so many different musical ways of listening in such a short period of time i mean shit we're yeah. under 30 for now we started but, with cassettes yeah i know and here we are vinyl vinyl <laughs> and but i don't know it's a funny way to consume consume music and it was also a very judgmental time as you're exiting middle school going into the high school and uh but I still got down with Lady Gaga, man. And I was definitely made it known. I actually saw her in, I think it was 2011, maybe 2012 mm. in Cleveland. I literally scalped tickets day of with a buddy of mine. And like, dude, one of just the most it, spectacular performances I've ever seen. I mean, it reminded me of the current day, like Eras Tour with just big, big stage presence, different uh, scenery changes. But Again, I dove into this album. There's one song on here that I'll say as we pass through that just exposed me to Lady Gaga's voice. And she's like a trained singer who, I mean, I think she was on like some sort of musical before or like musical path before this. Um, but this is her second album. I mean, here, Clap, you gave me the rundown. Give the people a rundown because we had a little bit of a miscommunication in the uh, Aretha album. We said we're going to be diving into a long one. When it turns out, this one's actually only seven songs. How did we get here? So, okay. Well, we originally, I guess, yeah, like what I thought was the long one is actually the deluxe edition of the Fame Monster, which is both the Fame and the Fame Monster, which is technically an EP, actually. Um, And so... The record company, they kind of bundled them together because they didn't want to just release the EP, even though they did end up backtracking and 
releasing the EP just in different markets. Um, but yeah, they combined it as like the Fame Monster Deluxe Edition has all the fame, all the bonus tracks from the fame, has the eight new songs that are the Fame Monster, which is what we'll be diving into. Plus, of course, there's some bonus tracks from that as well. And to go to, I guess, like the vinyl side of it, both were actually released like right as the album came out. So there was the regular version right away and the deluxe ver version right away. I believe it just depended on the market. Yeah, it's crazy to, I don't know, think about number one, trying, I mean, combining the albums. But so the Fame Monster, that's what the deluxe version is called as well, but it just adds the fame into it. Um, well, that's the thing. It's like kind of both the, the fame monster though, truly is just like the eight songs that we're about to dive into, even though like, if you look at the cover of the long version, it also says the fame monster. Like if you look at it on Spotify or like a digital rendering of it, it will say the fame monster deluxe edition, but yeah, the, in in Europe, it was the full like deluxe thing. In the US, it was just the eight song EP. They released both versions on CD. You could get the short version or the deluxe version. It's a very confusing release. And it's kind of like, it's kind of hard to wrap your head around. But yeah, the fame is the debut album from 2008. The Fame Monster, eight song EP from 2009, and has arguably Lady Gaga's most popular song. Hmm. So there are uh, some absolute bangers on this shit. But again, as Klepp said, there was number one song, and there was a specific music video that went with the song that just ingrained in our heads in the late 2000s. And We'll kick it off at number one, Bad Romance. Yep. And also, I believe, yep, the lead single off the album released a month before the whole album. And again, that music video is whack. I mean, I'm a huge fan of music videos and just like any like. I don't know. There's a minimal times where just anything goes. Now, I'm going to throw in a, uh, something in there. I'm going to go a little bit off the course. Speaking of anything goes, how come you're allowed to just throw two or throw peanut crackers or like you crack your peanut, you throw the peanut on the floor? Why don't you do that with edamames? <laughs> Let that sink in, stallions. But nonetheless, coming out stick it with a specific music video that doesn't make sense and it makes sense at the whole same time. It just adds in the ra 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 ra. Yeah. And a lot of the production and programming that you hear on this song and throughout the album is a gentleman named Nadir, Nadir Kayat who goes by red one. Um, 
but he was one of several producers on this album. Um, but like a lot of the electronic like sounds that are probably made with a keyboard are coming from him. And that's no exception in this track. It topped the charts in more than 20 countries and sold 12 million copies worldwide, becoming uh, one of the best-selling singles of all time. Peak number two on Billboard Hot 100 is 11 times certified platinum, having sold 5.9 million digital downloads as of 2019. I mean, this song, again, just encompasses Lady Gaga's legacy and it's an unbelievable banger as well. When you go back and listen to this thing, like that drop leading up to the final time of the chorus, I'm like, I want your love. I want your love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But from the- there. Sorry, club. You want to say I, one more thing about the bad romance? Just going to say like, just from that era, just like the two thousands in general, like, it's just gotta be one of the most popular songs. Like it really does. Like I I definitely did not listen to Lady Gaga at that time in my life. And I still like heard that song all the time. I still knew the music video that you're referring to. Like it just it this was everywhere. Nah, it really was everywhere worldwide, but This next song was everywhere in my close friend group. Number two, Alejandro, four minutes, 34 seconds. And I say that because my my friends and I get down to this shit. Don't call my name. Don't call my name. And then we play Euchre, which is a great Midwest game. If you don't know that, Stampede, go check that game out. Love Euchre. And we goes, don't call my name. Don't call my name. Ali Clubertos. When we're calling clubs. <laughs> we're deep, deep in that sauce. But yes, Alejandro, number two. Yeah, one that like, I guess I didn't think I really knew. But I feel like the don't call my name. Don't call my name. Hook. Like I that definitely has familiarity to me. Um, but I guess, yeah, like kind of the way the song builds and a lot of the layers on it are, I think are pretty similar to bad romance, like very much like a synth pop, synth electronic dance pop, just sort of vibe to it. Yeah. There's a lot of like spoken words in the background in between the transitions of like verse to chorus. Mm -hmm. And then, um, something I've been just really picking up on song writers recently is just like the essence of phrasing. Like, I mean, you could say this with any sort of like instrument or anything. Like you have a certain playing field that you're playing and do whatever you can to make it make sense in that playing field. And like, uh, it's just unbelievable how sometimes on one verse you could say one thing and then the next half of that verse, it's still the same chords. It's still the same drumming pattern, but you can just phrase things differently. And, she's unbelievable at doing that especially in this song totally and like a song with the vocals as layered as this one i can only imagine how many tracks there are like there's got to be different tracks where like she's singing the same part of the song deliberately like a different way 
and the producers just like cutting up individual words. Yeah. Yeah. Because there, there's that much detail with like the inflection in like how every word is sung. It's remarkable. Yeah. This one, this one hits differently, but it's not my favorite. But we'll neither. work our way down. It's a good one. It is. It is. To number three, Monster. Four minutes, ten seconds. Yep. And I I like this one because it like kind of has a cool drum sounds throughout it, like very electronic sounding drums. Like it reminds me of like you know the SpongeBob episode with the bikini bottom bubble bowl. Oh yeah, it's like the, the the drums literally sound like the Patrick drums from that song. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. No, this is definitely just a Euro pop and dance pop kind of song. Begins with Gaga's voice, like uttering the line, "Don't call me Gaga." Yeah, I think like this song, it kind of turns like. I guess more electronic than pop. Yep. Cause yeah, this album really is like more of an electronic album. Like it is pop, but like if, I mean, pop can kind of be determined by like popularity. That's obviously what it stands for. But like, I guess to give it a root genre, it's totally like electronic or dance music. I think you just blew some stampede minds out there saying pop stands for popular. <laughs> All right. We will go to number four. Speechless. Four minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, this one has got to be my favorite on the album. I mean, I guess it's it's the one song that is maybe not electronic. Like, it, that one's like very rock like definitely live like acoustic drums on it lots of layers and i honestly i think what really makes it is i think this song has the best singing from lady gaga in it this is the one <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean definitely it, it it just yeah it like i get a very queen influence with this um very ballady and the way that she just breaks it down uh like, oh, speechless yeah uh, like or or just like 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 leading up to that where she's like after all the drinks and the bars that we've been through would you give it all <laughs> up would you give it all up if i promise i'm born to you like that shit is so good. This this is the one that just sold me on Lady Gaga. Honestly, like when I ran this whole album, I was like, "Oh, like you don't fuck with Lady Gaga." Like go listen to Speechless. I think I sent you this one clip like a couple of years ago. Honestly, yeah, it was the one where like I was like looking through this. I'm like, "Oh, damn, this is like been on a playlist for a while." <laughs> yeah, that's. Th- that's when I was like, oh, I don't know if I can throw that on the shelf. I don't know if Club would be done with it. And oh, then, yeah. And then We're here we speechless. And then here we are throwing anything under the sun. Zappa, Zappa, and Dave. 
Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> Anything <laughs> does go. <laughs> oh my god. So wee wee vinyl alert club. Are we flipping this shit? Oh, have to be. Let me verify. Or do we miss it? Oh, oh there's no way. I yeah. Think... It ends. Oh yeah, because it... it's yeah. Yeah, so speechless ends the A side. Adds up evenly. And then we go into another one I just bop with. Number five, Dance in the Dark. Four minutes, 48 seconds. Yeah, this has got to be like the dingiest song like on the album for sure. <laughs> Good word. Just music for 3 a.m. at the club. Shouldn't be there, just but we are. And like... Just the grimiest <laughs> beat. <laughs> oh my god, I'm starting to get sweaty and my feet are starting to stick to the floor. Retro new wave influences throughout this whole damn thing. It's uh yeah, this, yeah, I mean this one is definitely just a party. Yeah, and yeah, the new wave, I can kind of hear that too, like to some degree, it kind of sounds like a Pet Shop Boys song. Yeah, that's a good comparison. That is an absolutely good comparison. Um, yeah, just a Euro pop track that is finds its way just right in the middle for people to dance to. I love it. And again, thinking of it as vinyl, this is what you're starting to side with. Oh, yeah. And then you start number six telephone three minutes 40 seconds and you recognize it man you recognize it in club see i don't know i know the song like when i hear it like when i heard it i was like oh i've heard this song a million times i just didn't know it was called telephone and i also didn't know it features beyonce oh my god clap you weren't listening to 96.5 in 2011 new no at that time i listened to it was 88.7. It's actually a Detroit station, but it was like 90s and 2000s alternative rock was what they branded it as. So this is, yeah, what's interesting is because like, yeah, it was released as the EP's second single on January 26, 2010. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess 2010, I was one year off, but I knew it wasn't in 2009. Interesting. Came out after, but yeah, yeah. what a... What a just absolute pull. I mean, getting Beyonce on this thing and they're just going back and forth with each other. Like, and again, a music video club. Obviously, you haven't seen it. Go check that shit out. It is. I'm a thing of crazy. Yeah. Just again, just like another super popular song that just kind of everyone heard at that time. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, like I was just saying, I listened to eighty-eight-seven alternative rock radio, but I still heard the song a ton. Like, there's no way you couldn't. And so, Gaga originally wrote the song for Britney Spears, who recorded the demo. Interesting. And so they scrapped it and then went to Beyonce. I, I. Hey, let me see if I can do a little bit more research on exactly what happened between it. But I assume Gaga, it, it just like grew on her and she's like, okay, like this one I actually like get down with. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I guess you 
Oh, I see what you're saying. So like, I, I misunderstood what you said. So you're saying like the song in general was written like with Britney Spears in mind and then they heard Lady Gaga sing it and were just like, no, so uh, this should be a Lady Gaga song. So I have come down and figured it out live on Vinyl Stallions. Lady Gaga originally wrote Telephone for Circus, which is Britney Spears album in 2008. Ah, And Britney Spears rejected it. Oh, said, no, no, no. Quit calling me. I might at the telephone and met, 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 met. That's crazy. I thought you were going to say Lady Gaga decided she wanted to keep it for herself. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we were hyping up the fans that that's the way this was going to go. And then argh, quick twist. But that's the way it goes. Everything's live in action here on Vinyl Stallions. Always. But here we go to number seven. The song I was the most, I was least familiar with. So happy I could die. Three minutes and fifty four seconds. I think the singing in this one, like specifically in the chorus, has got to be like the most hooky. Like the way it's just like so happy I could die. Like I don't know. I'm not a vocalist, so that doesn't like sound good. But if you know the song, you know what part I'm talking about. Yeah, and the song is about like influences of like alcoholism and explores like several just like I don't know the whole album is about just like sexual themes and uh but but again a very Euro poppy song has some auto tune effects throughout it. That's true. Now that you th- mentioned that she does like talk about touching herself a lot in this song. <laughs> That like did not occur to me because I just again like don't process lyrics until you said that. <laughs> hey baby, everyone's doing it. She's just writing it down to get down with the get down. Gaga. No, yeah, it's uh, great. And again, just how songs are placed on albums, I love, and I felt like that was a perfectly placed song to enter just the freak show that. Only me and Dirty Martinez, ex Stallion, would just get down to number eight teeth. Sitting at three minutes, 40 seconds. Clap, show me your teeth. (laughs) Yeah, that song is like nuts. Just has like a (laughs) slow, like funky bass groove going with horns sprinkled in. Like very easy to get down to this one. Um, it kind of is like a marching vibe where he's like, "I don't want your money, want your money." Oh yeah, yeah. I it, just it, want your sex, want your sex. Think about that bad girl, bad girl. <laughs> yeah, man. This the this one I just remember getting down with about a decade ago. <laughs> It does, yeah, like kind of sound like a tribal march, though, with, yeah, like a funky bass that goes along with it and a little bit of, I'm pretty sure that's saxophone. It's got to be. Yeah. Let's see. And this was when I vividly remember her performing as well, and I didn't really know it when I saw her in like 2000, again, 11, 12. And I was just like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> Wait, so you saw the song live? Yes, I saw the song live. 
Wow, that is wild. Was that was that at the queue? Yeah, um, it was. So I have to. I'll I'll look it up. I'll I'll look it up. But Clep, why don't you break down for us your top three? I will. Um, and really quick, so I found it's the regiment horns. That's who did the horns on those track. Um, but yeah, so my top three, number one has got to be speechless. Like definitely, um, teeth is totally in there. And then probably so happy I could die. I kind of wanted to get monster in there, but I, I think I like so happy I could die more. Just a tad. No, yeah, those are absolutely great choices. I uh, I have to agree. Speechless number one. That song just hits so so differently. Number two, gotta hook up Alejandro. Yeah, then, that's fair. Number three, I'm gonna throw in teeth because yeah, that one is just a complete just anything goes kind of fest. Um but yeah, okay, so I'm going to find this set list and stuff real quick, but Clep, you got anything to tell these people about a certain event happening here soon? Oh, I do. So, it's early January. No, it's a little cold outside. Starting to get a little gloomy out, but what better to brighten your spirits than an evening of music at the Beachland Ballroom. I'm talking about Soiree of the Stallions. If you haven't seen on our social media, we have a fantastic lineup headlined by The Rain Akindo, Chalk Dinosaur, Juniper, Apostle Jones. We're also going to have the Ice Cream Militia, Slag Genie, Abstract Sounds, and Cellophane Jane. And the fun thing about this, too, is either the entirety or members of all of those bands have been on Vinyl Stallions. So this is truly an event for the people. Also, this is the Reign of Kendo's first show since before COVID. So if you're feeling like the weather's got you down, get on over to the Beachland Ballroom and Tavern on January 27th. Doors at 2.30. Bang. Listen to that, man. But okay, so it was 2011 when I saw Lady Gaga. And the set list is broken up into different themes of the stage. So the first set was NYC. I got Dance in the mm. Dark, Glitter and Grease, Just Dance, The Beautiful Dirty Rich, and then The Fame. And then we go to the subway. And that's like the new scene that we're going to. I got Love Game, Boys, Boys, Boys. Money, Honey, Telephone, Born This Way, Piano Acoustic. That was unbelievable. And then You and I, which is a Lady Gaga song that is in my top three off a different album. And okay. then I got, then I went down, we, we went to Central Park. And, and Central Park, I got Monster. I got Teeth. I got Alejandro. Yeah. And then I got Poker Face. 
And then this one was nuts. Uh, it was called the Monster Ball, and I just got paparazzi. And I just remember she brought out this huge inflatable monster that was like going down <laughs> with like people taking pictures of it. That's incredible. The encore was Bad Romance, and then she had a second encore of Born This Way, the full thing, and then ended with the new song Judas that had just come out like two days before. Um, yeah, man. Wow. Interesting, interesting way to break up a set like that. And bangers really on is. bangers on bangers. So, dude, you know what else is interesting? So I, I'm I just got curious too, and was looking at like the set list. And I guess, dude, she went to Cleveland like twice on this tour. This tour must have been enormous. So yeah, like she went there in 2010 on the Monster Ball tour, and then again in 2011. And she played most of the same songs, but the one that you went to got more like the 2010 show didn't get the second encore and you got, I think more songs in the subway set. And I think some of them might've been different as well, but yeah, it looks like she likes to play Cleveland. She went there again in 2014, again in 2017, hasn't been back since but she hasn't made a lot of music recently i believe right she's been doing other things like movies um she's starring in a god it's gonna kill me right now she's doing another movie that is a big deal yeah i guess so she did release another album but it was in 2020 so there i mean there may not have even been a tour for it and then she did an album with Tony Bennett in 2021. So, oh yeah, dude, she's the new Joker. Uh, or sorry, she's the new Harley Quinn in the new Joker movie that's coming out. This okay, year. so well, there yeah, you go. she'll yeah she'll make a pretty good Harley Quinn for sure. But love it, yeah. No, so again, Lady Gaga hit some with me. Definitely felt worthy of an album to be put on this list and this series again women in music series part two it's been fun diving in we only have we got one one more, more left yeah 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 so if you have any suggestions throw it in our comments we'll definitely be open and uh hopefully yeah wrapping this up before the soiree yeah yeah we did chaka aretha rihanna taylor swift now lady gaga who will be the sixth girls 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 Shout out to the girls. Yeah. All right. Particularly Clubfinger. the ones in music. Aye, aye, Captain. Whose albums we can listen to. Oh, yes. All right, Clep, take us home. All right. I'm Clep. And I am Spruce. And this has been another episode of Final Stallion. 24.